Okay, hello, hello. Welcome to the 12th episode of Tech Lively. I wish it was the 31st episode in, I know, right? in the theme, but uh, that would have required a l- too much work on my part. Uh, we have a lot of my Lawton in here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. You are, what, you're a day away from traveling to California? Yes, we leave tomorrow. We leave tomorrow for, what, back-to-back March Madnesses? Yep. I imagine this one's more exciting, just knowing it's not in a bubble version in the middle of Texas. Yeah, I mean, last year was my first uh, March Madness tournament, and it was the first one for all of us, so we were obviously very excited for getting there, and definitely had the most, took the most out of it. Mm -hmm. Got to the Sweet 16, had a blast, fought for every second of it, and yeah, we got what we wanted, but at the same time, there we still stayed hungry because there's more to more to accomplish, yeah. and so that's wha- our goal this year to getting being better than we were last year. So definitely exciting, glad to be back. This is why we play for March. Good, and good. Yeah. That's great. No, we're s- stupid excited to watch y'all. I have about thirty million questions, so I narrowed it down <laughs> to as a reasonable amount. I think. Um, well, in general, how do you, what do you how are you how do you feel about Kansas? for this week and probably you'd probably play Stanford if y'all moved on. Yeah. Um, obviously every team that gets in the tournament, um, is a great team. Um, it's the best 64 co- teams in the country. Kansas is a very, uh, great, o- o- how do you call it? Off the bounce, mm-hmm. uh, team. Um, they're quick, they're athletic, they're, uh, big. And so we've just tried to be prepare for them this week as well as possible and be so that we're ready for, Friday's game and and getting that dub. Nice. Was there is there any game from this year that you think will like compare nicely, like one you can study in the from the rest of the year? That's like okay, these this team matches up to Kansas well, and so we can watch that game and get a sense of maybe how to attack this game. Yeah. Um. Well, preparing now, it's been, it's been. Di- I I can't think of it off the top top of my mind for mm-hmm. a team and the ACC that's similar. Um. But obviously, like. All the Power Five schools, I think, play really high-level basketball. So obviously, every game that we played till now has prepared for us for this tournament and yeah. to play a team like Kansas, who is a who's a top team in the country. So we have to be prepared, and and we have we are we played since November. So yeah, that's prepared for us for yeah, this. Yeah, between moment. the ACC and SEC, y'all had seventeen teams, I think, make yeah. it. So that's y'all had to run through a gauntlet, unlike <laughs> a number of teams. Yeah, for sure. Um. Well, I, I think about the UConn game when it comes to this in particular because it's a, a, a it's out of conference, a bigger opponent. Um, although this time they're not missing their star, unlike what UConn was. Um, actually, yeah, tell me about that game because I know that as I know we had we talked like a second before, mm-hmm. like the week before that game. How did how did what if where are you guys now compared to that game in December? Because I imagine there's with what happened in the ACC, there's just been a lot of growth between that game and then where y'all are now. Yes, definitely. I think I think November was a good month for us in terms of oh, I'm sorry. I mean the fall in general. Mm-hmm. We played Georgia and we played Yukon, we played some good opponents mm-hmm. in our preseason which definitely got us ready for uh the ACC and obviously Yukon is a great team. They're the top one of the top teams in the country. They're a historic thr- team throughout, mm-hmm. uh, full of all-Americans. And so we took that game as a challenge and just enjoyed every moment of it. Um, I think we played really well together and, and just have fun. I mean, McCamish was amazing. Yeah. Every, it w- everybody was hyped. And so the result, we got the win, but um, still had a lot of basketball to play. Of course, there was stuff to learn from that game. There was a good things to take away from that game. And ultimately, that prepared for us for the conference season, mm-hmm. which um, which we were growing to and that and 
definitely had growth throughout the uh, spring as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and now we're in March and, and postseason, so let's yeah. go. Tournament, pl- I mean, well, not tournament play. ACC play started well, and then obviously it did not exactly finish that way. I, when I talked to Nell during a couple of press conferences, she still felt like y'all were getting better mm-hmm. even through that stretch. We had like those few overtime games where y'all were absolutely in it, and you made a couple of buckets that yeah. were necessary to keep <laughs> games alive at points. What what were y'all feeling in that in, in that stretch? Because it couldn't have been the easiest to be like, okay, we know we're scoring as well as we have, but yeah. still not finishing the job. Yeah, I mean, every like I've said multiple times, every team you play at the ACC is a talented good team and those overtime ga- games man i mean obviously you always want to come out with a dub and and when you don't when you bust your tail for mm-hmm. 35 minutes and you don't obviously it's eats out a little bit but that's the part of of sports and basketball where you have to keep your head up and and know that it could have went either way mm-hmm. and since it's an overtime game like if we would have got the win obviously yeah, mission accomplished. Yep. But at the same time, there's a lot of basketball to play. And so, if you think about it, if 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 it was about 20 seconds turning those overtime w- uh, games to wins, mm-hmm. then the mindset would have been different. So, if you think about it that way, I think there's a lot to learn. A lot of good things that you did mm-hmm. from those games, which carry on um, further further into the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, taking that, taking those two sides of the season, then what? Is there like a narrative you would attribute to this season? Like, what what's what's unique to this season for you compared to last year or just any of your four years here? Well, first of all, I think the experience part. I mean, a lot of the players this year, um, starters like me, Lorella, mm-hmm. um, Digna Stroudmane has uh, four years of experience from Syracuse, um, Nerea, Sarah Bates, mm-hmm. or up, upper cla- upperclassmen um, have that experience in college for four years i mean my freshman year my sophomore year i I was a totally different player and so i think that's one part that's one of our strengths this year um also all the freshmen from from last year yeah yeah they're way more experienced than i was in that age because they had that experience of the tournament last year and so they've stepped up they uh, we all got so much better this summer because our goals were higher than Mm -hmm. before because we know we could get there, so I think those are the main things that make this year different and make us make us able to fight for that championship. Yeah, does going last year at least make take away some of the nerves or just make you make you a little bit more confident going into this year's tournament? Just be like, okay, we did this once, we know we can get this far. So attacking the the first round game is not exactly a new challenge in a, in a, in a sense. Definitely, it gives us confidence to know um, kind of what to expect. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, we're playing. We're in a we're seed nine this year, mm-hmm. um, which gives us a little bit a different kind of start. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, it's whoever you play. You have to play to your own standards yeah. and play your own game. So it it kind it basically doesn't matter. Like if you get to the tournament, you have to give your all. Whoever you play um, at this point, and and um, yeah, I think definitely the. Uh, the experience from last year carries on to this year mm-hmm. to knowing that we can get far and we can fight for that championship. Yeah. What's it like playing for Nell? Cause I mean, she's a Titan <laughs> in this, in this world I know and between media stuff and au- being at Auburn for a gazillion years and winning a gold medal, which that doesn't yeah. come easy. Like what's, what's it like being under her guys for a long time? She's amazing. I mean, our whole staff is just, I have tremendous trust to every one of our coaches mm-hmm. and, I think during my four years in college, like I've 
totally changed as a player. I'm I'm way better, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. And I think that's all due to the trust and the respect that's between players and coaches in this program. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, Nell is obviously very demanding, but at the same time, there's that mutual respect where she can be demanding. Mm-hmm. And we know that she's thinking of our best. And t- she's thinking about the team's best. And I think definitely that's the reason why we succeed is mm-hmm. because we have a healthy relationship with each other and yeah those are the main things i mean i love nell she's she's a great person on and off the court that's great she seems i wish i could get to know her one day <laughs> crazy that great. i'm calling her nell you to call her nell i always <laughs> call her coach nell so <laughs> if you're listening to this it's coach nell. <laughs> <laughs> good to know um what's your story about getting the tech because mm-hmm. obviously this is not uh, close to where you grew up at, at all compared to me i grew up 30 minutes from here and so I feel like I can walk here but it takes you what two plane rides <laughs> probably yeah um so I'm from Finland and yeah that's <laughs> northern part of Europe and come he- came here four years ago mm-hmm. um when you come from Europe when you're an athlete in Europe after high school you kind of make the decision if you want to keep playing pro basketball mm-hmm. and stay in Europe or if you want to pursue a student athlete life and come to the states where you can combine mm-hmm. um academics and basketball and so because that's not possible right now in europe you kind of choose if you want to pursue a academic career Mm -hmm. and go to work and stuff or if you want to stay as an athlete so for me i was always raised to uh take education also seriously Mm -hmm. and so i thought the best opportunity for me was to come to states and and be a student athlete because i could get a university education but at the same time play basketball on a high level Mm -hmm. because i wanted to keep continuing playing pro and so my before my senior year in high school, um, the pre- previous women's basketball coach came to watch uh, national team games mm-hmm. to Europe. And from there on, I, star- I started to get to know Georgia Tech, got to know the school, um, the campus, the basketball. And I visited in uh, October, I think. Okay. And after that, I just... I thought it was a great combination of uh, high-level academics, ACT basketball. We're in Atlanta in the middle of the city. Yeah. In America, like, people coming from Europe probably understand how different it is, um, the lifestyle, yeah. the the massiveness mm-hmm. kind of of states. And so I was in awe when I visited, and I was like, yep, this is my home for the next four years, nice. and I want to come. So. Well. From there, selfishly as an Atlantan, that makes me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> that you've liked yeah. it. and you've stuck around because I mean, it's been as easy as ever for people to transfer if they wanted to. So I guess clearly it was not worth that effort if staying here was a better deal. Yeah, I, I'd like to think myself also as a as a kind of seeing the positives in situations, mm-hmm. and so I think that carried me through this four years. Mm-hmm. Um, even if even our when our coaching staff changed after yeah. my first year, like I just trusted the process and I trusted the incoming uh, coaching staff mm-hmm. and I'm glad I did because <laughs> it was a great decision to stay for me yeah and so um yeah I just didn't see a, r- a real reason for me to transfer at any point so yeah nice uh how much to the rest of the basketball landscape do you pay attention to throughout the season because I imagine it's there's a lot of hours that are going into just y- y'all's game and y'all's planning but like is there nights where you just like i got nothing to do let me just watch this other conference game or an nba game or something like that yeah um well i mainly watch acc basketball mm-hmm. and um i actually watch european basketball a lot okay, so yeah, yeah. euro league uh women's women's euro league a lot um 
you know, here and there I watch some NBA games with friends, mm. or if it's on TV, I watch that. I love Luka Doncic. I love his game. So he was almost a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I wish he would have met me, so he would have <laughs> came here. <laughs> I would have got him into it. But um, yeah. So I follow basketball here and there. I I'm not gonna lie. I during the season I haven't really followed other mm-hmm. um, conferences that much. If there's big games, SEC games, um, or games in the top twenty-five, yes, I'll watch those. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, like that's how far I follow basketball during the season. Okay, okay, cool. Is there someone's game in particular you're trying to emulate when you go out there? Like, is there just someone you're like, okay, that person, yeah, I like what they do. Let me try and copy that. Um, no, when the, well, okay, what I forgot to mention is, of okay. course, like, WNBA during the yeah, s- oh, summer. Oh, yes, yes. I, I love yes. to watch WNBA. Um, so I love Kelsey Plum's game. Mm-hmm. I'm really impressed of um, how she, how her athleticism, how she's come back from having a, a – torn Achilles and I think like she has had a, she had a great season last mm-hmm. last summer and um I like a lot of stuff that she does on the court um how she moves how she uses ball screens how she attacks how she defends how she fights and so sometimes I just you know I like to follow her games but also come wa- go watch her highlights mm-hmm. and, and kind of see the little small th- things that she does yeah another person like Luca I love to learn from Luca um he's so smart yeah, and so I just love his vision on the court. Um, and so yeah, um, there's a lot of players: Vandersloot, Courtney Vandersloot uh, in yes, yeah, yeah, WNBA, yeah. Um, and Allie Quickly, the shooter in Chicago Sky as well. Mm-hmm. And so there's multiple players that I like to follow in the pros and learn from them. How do you throw your own spin on on the uh, on their games then? Um. Well, obviously, if I see something that I like, I I go like I might go alone to the gym and practice it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then sometimes when the situation presents itself, try it in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously every situation in a game is different, so I can't predetermine yeah, yeah. what to do. And so I'm kind of an intuitive player as well. So in a game, if, if something presents itself, I might try it. Sometimes it might be kind of risky and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will get subbed, so yeah. <laughs> can't take that many risks. Yeah. But um, definitely have to prepare and practice those little, little things before I try them on the court. Yeah. What's... What's the biggest difference you found between college basketball and international basketball? Yeah, um, well, there's there's a quite couple of differences. I I think that um, international basketball now is is um, quicker. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's everybody's pros, and so yeah. I think in the states it's a little bit. At least in my experience, it's uh, physical at this point. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of big players under the basket, and so as a guard, you really need to learn how to finish from outside the rim Mm -hmm. Uh, if you get in there you need to know how to finish in traffic Um, and I think European basketball is a little bit quicker yeah and there's a little bit more like the shot clause is 24 seconds Mm -hmm. um, goes to 14 when you get the offensive rebound so you have to move the ball quicker and you have to like make decisions faster Mm -hmm. but then again I think coming here has really made me better in my like athleticism and and playing against bigger, stronger players, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is also when you want to play in the next level as pros, it's really important yeah. to have those yeah. skills learned in college when you go back to Europe. Yeah, I remember watching the Olympics dur- dur- during those games, which felt like whiplash as a USA fan, because I was watching, I was watching what Devin Booker and Chris Middleton, who had just came off the finals, then go and then two days later they're playing in Tokyo, and I'm like, how do they do that? But yeah. then I watched their games, like I think they lost, to, they lost to someone, I think they lost to France in the group 
stage. I'm just like, this is just a wildly different game <laughs> than what I just watched when Giannis was like walking over human beings yeah. and scoring that way versus a much more rhythmic game. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's fun to watch. Are you shooting for WNBA or like European ball or? Yes, ultimately that's my goal okay. as a player to play in the WNBA and play in Euroleague, playing playing in the best leagues and competing against the be- best competition and and winning those competitions. Mm-hmm. And so every day I I prepare myself for that. I work for that, and especially in the off season, that's 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 what I keep in mind mm-hmm. every every day I wake up basically. Nice, nice. I know there's been some discrepancies throughout the years between the g- the men's game and the women's game in the NCAA. What are you seeing now that you think is are are good spots where there could be some better equality, or just growing spots where the NCAA could be like, okay, this part of the women's game can raise it up? Because I know this year they added the label March Madness mm-hmm. finally to y'all's tournament and not the generic trophy logo and whatnot. But do you, do you see anything this year that was like, okay, maybe this would be the next thing? Um. Well, first I want to say that what happened last year in the March Madness, I think I I think the NCAA took it, they um, recognized it mm-hmm. and tried to do something for it. And, and they fixed multiple parts what was going on. Yeah. Like there was no weight room in the tournament right. for women and it got fixed. Yeah. Um, there was people raised their voice about the March Madness logo. Mm-hmm. It got fixed. Yeah. So I think that's the part that I'm really um, impressed with mm-hmm. and grateful for that. Okay. These discrepancies are brought up yeah. and, and they're fixed, which is um, always not the case. And in this case it's happening. And so that's a really pl- big um, thing for me as a women's basketball player is okay. Yeah. You have to raise your voices, but also we're appreciated and we're mm-hmm. heard. Um, and so this year, um, well, I haven't really thought of things that sta- stand up to my mind right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've honestly seen a lot of positives, like especially in our games. There, there's so much fans, and there's so much. It's definitely better than it was before. Yeah, and I know last year was a COVID year, so you couldn't even come to games. Yeah. But um, this year it's just been like so positive, and 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 so I've honestly, there hasn't been stuff that's been bothering me. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if that happens, if things change, um, I'll definitely notice them. But but. Yeah, things I I've seen things as pretty good this year. No news is good news. Yeah, okay. right. I did want to ask about the COVID stuff though, because I mean that's obviously just a wild change of speed and environment. I guess from the on the fan side, it, it felt weird. I was like, I could sit next to one person, and then all mm-hmm. y'all were spread on the bench, and I was just like, okay, we can kind of see everybody. And yeah. But uh, w- when you're playing, what wh- wh- how how's the energy different? When it's no one versus a few people to no one versus like in the UConn game had 5,500 people and the NC State game had a crap ton of people as well. Right. uh, Well, it makes a huge difference. I mean, when you just, first of all, if we start off with the bench, like we think of each other as one team. We Mm -hmm. think we're like one unit. And so when you have all the 12 players in the team sitting two, six feet Mm -hmm. from each other, it's like, like you're on the bench kind of alone you feel like so yeah. even the part where we got to go back to normal and sit with next to each other cheer for each other mm-hmm. and and on timeouts be be close it definitely changes the energy mm-hmm. um within within our team yeah then if we go to the fan side obviously it if there's no fans it feels like sp- playing a scrimmage to be honest okay um yes you obviously i think you get got used to it last year you get mm-hmm. to hype yourself for those big games and obviously you always compete and play to win but it's totally different when you're down and and the and the yeah. crowd is just going crazy yeah. and like cheering for you and helping you. So it's like okay, you're in it with us. Mm-hmm. And so and if you score a big bucket, 
Blow gets the, all those N1s, yeah. everybody's yeah. hyping her up. Yeah. If it just feels different and you get to the flow stage better. And so that's basically the essence of it. That's good. Yeah, that, that that all tracks. I mean, it's harder to it was harder to watch those games too on TV because they. I remember, did you, did you watch any games that like had artificial crowd noise pumped in at all? I don't remember, but I remember being at men's games last year. Oh yeah, and did. I remember there being <laughs> yeah. and there being like artificial crowd noise. And first, I was like, "Where it, is this it, noise coming weird. from?" It's weird. And then I I realized it. And and as a player, I mean, you don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it. If we had it and it helped me, mm-hmm. not really sure, but I definitely noticed when like the crowd is there and it's just real. It's like when yeah. you score, it's just like a volume going up yep. and then yep. going down and coming yep. up, and it's just it's more real. Yeah. Does it? How does it feel on the road? That that's what I've always wondered because I never I never got high enough in any sport I was playing to like understand like a hostile environment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know y'all played in a couple. Like what? Does that is that like a confidence boost in, in the moments when it's like obviously they're very much not rooting for us? Yeah, I get very competitive in those moments, <laughs> so I get like hyped up from people being on the other side. I'm like, I'm gonna prove you wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna silence y'all. And that's how our team is. I feel like, I feel like when it's a full, um, full audience on the other side, I mm-hmm. just you just have that mindset of like, how cool is it to silence this crowd? Yeah. And so, and then, like, when, especially, like, if it's a tight game, the other team scores, everybody hypes up, then you score, everybody silences, and your bench is the one cheering. It's like, yes, like, I'm fighting with my family (laughs) against this big uh, Goliath. I'm like David. So, (laughs) so like, I I don't know. I I love away games as well. I feel like they also get me really fired up. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I asked this because I – legitimately don't know the answer of all the various things you can win throughout women's basketball international U- USWNBA college is, is there like a you like is there like one competition every like everyone points to is like that's the one you want to win or mm-hmm. is it kind of like depends on where you are like if you're Euro-based versus US-based or something like that yeah well I would like to get to the Olympics with my fin- Finnish okay. national team um, I would love to win the European championship at some point but I mean women's basketball in Finland we are like on the come up. Mm-hmm. We're really young right now. W- our talent is in the youth. And so I see us getting that in the next five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say getting to the Olympics, but we're pretty optimistic, like obviously playing for the medals of the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I don't know, personally, that's me, um, but it's different for every every women's basketball player, every athlete, they have their own mm-hmm. goals. But um that would definitely be really cool. That'd be cool. And close to home if y'all got there in 24 at least. Exactly. Versus LA. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Um, What's on your pregame playlist? What's on my pregame playlist? There's <laughs> it's all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> so I have a few Finnish rock pop songs, mm-hmm. unpopular opinion, but I listen to my music from home. Um, I also have some rap and hip hop. Um, then I have some alternative music, some indie music, um, some two thousands gems, oh some man. Beyonce, mm-hmm. um, some high school musical. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm just all over the place. So like, some pl- sometimes people give me the ox, sometimes they don't, and I understand <laughs> if it goes both <laughs> ways. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, I 
I tend to avoid the ox because I know it'll, I, my, my stuff's only going to work in s- very particular situations. Oh, I am. <laughs> I know. I don't want to avoid the ox. I always want it, but okay. <laughs> it depends uh, on the audience. Do you? Okay. This is, I guess this stem because this kind of stems from the pandemic. Did did you spend any of the pandemic just watching old games from the past? Because eventually I got too bored. Whereas I just found a random baseball game. I was just like, I just need something <laughs> that happened that I didn't watch at one point, and it still kind of gets me ingrained. Did you ever do any of that? Yeah, I did watch my old games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so during the pandemic, I actually followed WNBA the most. Mm-hmm. So I watched like every game. Nice. Because nice. I mean. They were in the bubble. Yeah. There was not a lot of sports going yeah, on, and yeah. they did play. And um, I love women's basketball, so I was watching that really religiously. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's the sports I followed mostly. Um, I did a lot of training. I went home in March mm-hmm. to Finland and was there for as long as I could come back. So what it ended up being like five months. Yeah, yeah. So I trained a lot myself and trained a lot with, with my old friends and played some pickup. But um, WNBA was definitely the sport that I followed that that summer a lot. Nice. Do you like st- I guess do you, do you go back and study like the old like the old folks from like in the ni- in the 90s when it was coming up and whatnot or is it just like I just know what you just know what's happening now and mm-hmm. recent history and whatnot. I'm not going to lie. I I <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of 90s basketball in <laughs> in co- during COVID. Um I can't remember. I think it was last summer, but like I watched the last dance. It was <laughs> the greatest thing that came out of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's that's a lot. That's one of the parts of I like to think is part of history to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I didn't really follow like I didn't go that far. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching a few of Coach Tasha's our Tasha Butts, yeah, yeah. one of our assistant coaches and Watching one of her games, um, I remember it. I think it was on TV. One of her mm. um, championship games or final four March Madness games with Tennessee, and, mm-hmm. and that was really cool to watch. It was, it looked different, but there was still a lot of aspects that were the same. Especially like the playing jerseys were way bigger and the shorts were ba- way yeah, bigger. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's definitely changed. They did not use tight fitting things <laughs> at all back then. Just look at the yeah, with the what was it the two thousand three. NBA draft fits where Dwayne Wade's wearing something three sizes larger than him. Yeah, or like that. definitely changing. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Did you? I guess have you have you adopted any of the Atlanta teams while you've been here? Like, would you call yourself a Hawks fan at all? Um, I I I love Luca. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. And if he came to Atlanta, then yes. Um, okay. Obviously, Trey is amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. He's really talented and really good, and I like to watch his game a lot. Um, I've I've been to I think three Hawks games mm-hmm. during my four years here, and enjoyed every one of them. Good, yeah. Um, not a religious fan, I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, they're a great team, and and yeah. obviously, if I followed more, they would probably be one of my top teams. Yeah. you got time. <laughs> yeah, I still got time. We'll, we'll get yeah. you there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, tech favorites, stuff on campus. Uh, do you have a favorite building? Um, that's not McCamish. That's not McCamish. Um. Well, I'm a business student. I love the vibe at Scheller. Scheller is very nice. But I also love the new library. Yes. So that's that's really cool. The view is nice. Nice. Okay. Uh, any particular Atlanta food stop? Food stops. Yes. Ooh, I got plenty, but um. Give me three. Give you three. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love Velvet Taco. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with Ponco chicken, but I've eaten it so much. It's and top one, Blaze Pizza. 
Okay. Top mm-hmm. one is Blaze. Blaze, Blaze is the place to go. They get it done. They do get it done. They do. Well. You have so many op- options. Uh, any particular tech tradition? Mm, well, if we think about basketball, I just or sports in general, mm-hmm. I just I love to to sing the fight song. <laughs> 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 so I'm always the one who's like yeah. going all out in like football games and all the games for the fight song. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Buzz is great. Every time I see Buzz, I'm also very excited because yeah. Buzz just has great energy, and so. Um. Yeah, those are the two that come to mind right now. Buzz is a, he's a character. Yeah. Of sorts. I know. I know. He's 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 really an energy bringer to every situation. There was one game. I think it was pregame when y'all were inside the locker room in between like the two times he came out to warm up, and he was like trying to get band members to come shoot on the court, but they weren't allowed to. And s- but he just like kept trying <laughs> to get them to come out. It was so funny. Yeah, my dad was here for my senior night. My da- mom and dad were <laughs> here a couple of weeks back, and. And Buzz was in the softball game, and so oh. my dad and Buzz <laughs> took a picture together. And my dad was as a, as a Finnish person, there's like not mascots that are not mm-hmm. a huge deal. So yeah. he was like excited. Oh, <laughs> Buzz! <Yeah. laughs> That's fun. Uh, is there any particular game this year that just in terms of the whole experience, like as a player, the 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 fans around it, the situation? Was there a p- particular one that's been your favorite so far? A particular situation yeah. this season? I've enjoyed a lot of situations, but. Well, we already talked about the Yukon game, mm-hmm. so that is definitely one um, of the best situations. I know we didn't get the win against Notre Dame, mm-hmm. but I thought that was a great game in terms of like atmosphere, yeah, in terms of there was, yeah. how we were feeling as a team. Um, and so, I mean, I've enjoyed, honestly, just love playing. So every game day, mm-hmm. but if I had to. If I had to like point something out, it would definitely be the UConn game. We we wanted to rush the court after that, but we didn't have enough of us to uh. create. I learned after the fact we would have been allowed to, but only one person tried. Oh, <laughs> and they got they got grabbed. It's alright. Uh, I feel like I know the answer, but do you like playing or watching more? Playing. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. 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 So you well, you have a four hour plane ride coming. Is that a do you do you use those downtimes when you're traveling? Is that like a just don't think about basketball? Is that I'm like over? You're, are you over preparing in those moments? Like what 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 is that? Because that kind of buildup was were my favorites growing up playing baseball and other sports. Just like okay, I've got two hours to kill right here, mm-hmm. and I kind of can't go wrong outside of like devouring ice cream or something like that. Yeah, um, I mean traveling, it's kind of like I do multiple things. Sometimes I do my work for school. Mm. Um, sometimes I watch Netflix. I download stuff on my computer or ipad and watch them watch them in the plane um yeah i mean sometimes you prepare and you watch film and so it's just a lot of things that you want to do i mean mm-hmm. we haven't really played cards this year but last year we played cards with the team a couple of times mm-hmm. like in the plane and things like that i mean i travel with my teammates so we we have talks we yeah. talk on the road sometimes if we take a bus ride uh f- or if we fly like time flies when you when you just strike a conversation mm-hmm. so it's 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 honestly traveling is pretty chill. I I also like it because I'm not American, so a lot of places that I go yeah, are are totally new. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes I just like on the plane and I just look at the views. Like when we like land and uh, leave mm-hmm. uh, the ground, I just I just look outside. <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess y'all are flying into San Francisco if I had to guess for yeah we're for yeah okay yeah that'll fine. be I've never been there but so I'm excited for y'all to get the yeah to get to see me that either. for the first time um are you excited to graduate I am I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean I love tech I uh, I've honestly enjoyed all my four years and so it's kind of like um kind of those situations where like 
you're happy to graduate, you're happy to get that degree, yeah. but at the same time, like, you kind of leave your family here. Yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah, it's a it's a two way street. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to it. You've got permanent access to McCamish, I think. So, <laughs> you'll you'll be all right. Um, that's all I had. Uh, Thank you. I best of luck, of course, this weekend. I'll be rooting for you. Thank um, you. And either living or dying with whatever happens on <laughs> Friday. Yeah. Um, Thank yeah, you for having no me. Thanks for coming. Uh, the Technique is the student newspaper that is run out of Georgia Tech. Uh, you can find the paper in print. It's one. I realize it's one of the last free print newspapers that you can probably get in Atlanta, um, but it's purely tech-focused for the most part. Uh, you can get it in any large building. You can't get it in McCamish, I learned, because it's not open enough to oh. make it worth it. Well, we uh, can make that work. There's there's okay. plenty of spots it would fit, um, mm. and we certainly cover most things that happen inside that building anyways. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, we will be back next... Actually, we're not going to be back for a couple weeks because spring break is next week for us. Uh, so... Uh, be- between that, there's Tech's got their women's basketball game, of course, in Palo Alto, at least, to start against Kansas on Friday. The NCAA swim meet is here for the next two weeks, which is going to be exciting. Um, and then baseball is on a roll right now as well. So the sports scene here is great in a lot of ways, and y'all are a major part of that. So thank you. Thanks, y'all.